Hi friends! How are you? Today we are uh, going through the last, well hopefully the last, of the side content. After our wonderful walk-in in the woods, we've assembled our party, Mel, Ryan, Skelly, and Andrew. Andrew has the Moogle Charm equipped, thus will prevent us from having to face any of these nasty, nasty random encounters. And we've gone to uh, Figaro Castle. Uh, well, in the we have the coaling side, and we're going to go over to Figaro underground. And I believe that this is going to. There's something odd about the stratum. It's as if we've bumped into something. Stop and explore. Um. So are we supposed to go down or are we supposed to go up? I don't think we go up. But maybe we do? Nope. Nope. We definitely go down. Um, so the ancient castle has all sorts of goodies in it. There's also... Um, the Fanatic's Tower. That I'm sure you remember. Um... Let's see, this is the engine room. If we go out past... No. This is the... That's the area with the, f like, super sword that turns out to be crap. Let's see, if we go off to the left. Um, the Fanatic's Tower has a, has a tough boss, which was originally part of the training plan, but then the training kind of got ahead of us and kind of got away from us. Hmm. I'm not clear on where it thinks that we're supposed to go. Huh. How do we get out to the to the weird stratum? on the left, the other side. Oh! Hey, look. Here's that tunnel that gets us out the back of the jail. Is this it? Hmm. Well, we found a cave of some sort. Oh, hey, there's a treasure chest. Received a wing edge. I'm definitely seeing treasure chests that have not been opened. Received doom darts. I'm sure Dan K will love that. Oh, wait, I think that's a, I think that's a route that we can take. Ah, there we go. Uh, treasure chest. X potion. We got a bazillion of those. Magicite, also not impressive. Hmm, here we go. We got a save point. 
to aha what the we've come across a ruined castle there's collapsed towers and collapsed walls hmm the light turns sepia for a moment well the screen's shaking oh people are the people are getting blasted by fire from the sky it's an Esper attack! Let's show him some of our Esper magic! Oh, so this is from a thousand years ago. A thousand years in the past. A battle was waged here. Only Odin is here! Are your wounds healed? We're fresh out of options. We'll have to leave this battle in Odin's hand. A city ruined during the War of the Magi. Okay. Out of Edge! And so Odin, like, super darts forward and cuts apart six opponents at once. And a ghost comes up. And, oh, the ghost and Odin are fighting. But he's not instantly cutting the ghost. Oh, he used Adam Edge. And then even the ghost was cut in half. Oh wait, no, the ghost wasn't! The ghost wags a finger! And goes for Odin, and Odin turns to stone and dies. Don't do it! You can't turn me into Magicite! There's an ancient legend. It tells of a battle between Odin and a powerful sorcerer that took place in a great hall of the castle. Alright, well, uh, this seems pretty clear. We go inside the castle and we're gonna find Odin in the Great Hall. Seems obvious enough. Here's the Great Hall. Here's Odin. He's still a statue. He's turning black. Odin turned into a Magicite Shard. So, uh... So we have now we have Odin. She's just Meteor plus one and at level up speed plus one. Uh, the Odin Magicite is the only Magicite. Received the Blizzard Orb, received the Golden Hairpin. The Odin Magicite is the only one that can give a speed bonus in the standard game. In the Game Boy Advance game, there's also a bonus Cactar uh, that can give a speed bonus. Let's see, there's some sort of prison here. I see a treasure chest. It's behind a gate. How do we... How do we maneuver around the gate? It looks like... Hmm, maybe we have to go enter from the bottom of the room? It's unclear. Oh. Aha! On the outside, maybe there's some doorway in. Aha! Monster in a box! Ooh, Katana Soul! Uh, we're going to Magic. Uh, Ultima. Blitz. Uh, Dance? No, uh, Fight? Just Fight, I guess. Sword Tech. 
this this animation is going to go for a very long time, so we can charge up a Quadra Slam. Go to town, Skelly. Now, uh... Okay, good. Uh, hmm. Hmm, <laughs> Yeah, we're doing well. Uh, the one thing that I'd say is maybe not in our favor right now is that each of our super strong attacks hits the damage cap. Oh, hey, there we go. There's a damage cap of four nines, as I'm sure you're familiar with if you've played these sorts of games before. Um, and so the 4X sword super stab. Oh, got an offering. Well, let's have a look at this. Uh, the offering. Changes fight into X-Fight. Oh my gosh. Friends. We don't want Gauntlet anymore. We want... Genji Glove. And Offering. And then... Our... Oh, hmm... We could put on a bard's hat just to get a little bit of evasion. We're going to do that, honestly. Skelly's evasion is at 11% with this uh, Stratos-Murasame combination here. But I bet that... Um, let's see, this is another monster to box. Received Punisher. What is this? Oh, it doesn't look like it's a relic. We also got a Blizzard Orb, which is really great because it lets um, it lets Troy. Uh, let's see. So it adds the possibility of doing an ice spell to his roster of auto attacks, but also it makes him absorb ice and immune to fire, which is really good. The, the spell is not so great because his magic isn't so high, but. The elemental shifting is very good. So we have Doom Darts. Uh, we found that recently. Let's see. Punisher. These are a bunch of armors, tools. Hmm. Punisher. Ah, the Punisher, it's a rod. Uses MP to inflict mortal blow. Battle two-handed battle power. Oh, it can be used two-handed, I think it means. Battle power 110. And then oh oh, it must mean So some weapons have an effect where they um can uh they they consume MP and then automatically deal a critical hit. And I think the Punisher is a staff that has that effect on it. Well, um I just I I just gotta know, can Skelly use the Ragnarok? No. No. Um You know, maybe we don't want Skelly. Maybe we want Jess to be our physical fighter. Uh, because Jess can use Ragnarok. 
But then again, Skelly can do the Quadraslam, so, you know. Anyway, that's it for the Ancient Castle. Uh, it's got super deadly monsters that will stab you in the face hard, and if you take Andrew with you, Andrew will just truck you right on through with the Andrew's Question on the Road trucking podcast. You know, lately, I'm recording this on 724. Usually you don't want to date the episode, I've been told. But I'm recording this at 724. And lately, um, Andrew has not been in the best of ways, and so we haven't seen any new episodes. But uh, if you're the kind of person that goes in for the praying or the well-wishing or the luck granting or anything like that, just sort of th send your thoughts Andrew's way. Here's a monster in a box. Um, oh shit, it's a master pug. Uh, I, okay, Ultima. Um, um, um. Uh, magic. Uh, cure three on the party. Please, Andrew. Okay. Okay. I... I don't know. Oh, he's gonna use step mine! Okay. That did 1800 damage to us. You know, we can survive. We can survive that. Uh, but that's, this is going to be rough. So, so, uh, what Stepmine does is it does damage to you based off of uh, how much, uh, yeah, we're going to just do a cure to, oh, hey, good, 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 good. It does damage to you based on how many steps you've ever taken in the entire game. So, uh, it's like a step counter in the little, in the little status menu, just for fun. Um, and then there's this monster that can hit you with exploding your face. We've taken 59,470 steps. Good, good, good. Um, and so we also obtained a Gradius, which is a Pearl Elemental Dirk. Um... It's, uh, it's, it does more for Andrew. We could equip the Gradius. I guess we'll give a little more battle power. So like I was saying, friends, uh, if you're the well-wishing type, please well your wishes in the direction uh, of Andrew. The real Andrew, not not this Moogle video game character. The actual Andrew. Um, I think that's it for the ancient castle. Uh, so we can talk to the man. There's something odd about the stratum. It's as if we bumped into something. Continue the journey. So this sends us towards South Figaro. Um, we surface, but there's a mild problem, friends. We left our we left our airship back in the other desert. So now we got to go to Collington again. All right, you know what? Fine, I'll say it. I'll say it because someone's gonna eventually find out. I don't. We don't. We don't need to make a big deal about it. But I did record five minutes of of me doing gameplay setup stuff and rambling on and on before I looked over at the little sound meters and saw that there was in fact no sound at all because the system the system volume wasn't being recorded and the microphone wasn't being recorded. So. 
I am, in fact, a maximum skilled podcaster. I can drop my audio right in the trash bin with the best of them. Um, let's see. Who do we want to go in our squad off to uh, the Fanatic's Tower? You know what? Here's, here's a fun part about the Fanatic's Tower, friends. If we... Uh, well, hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. I think we're going to, uh... Yeah. So Troy says, uh... And then we can change party members. So we're definitely going to take Mel. And we're definitely going to take Ryan. But here's the thing. We're not going to take Skelly. Skelly, uh, no magic power. We're going to send in Troy. And also we're going to keep Andrew with us. Um... Uh, White Cape, Zephyr Cape. Oh yeah, good work, Troy. Uh, I forgot that Troy was immune to the remove all equipment uh, effect. So we're going to add a Blizzard Orb, and we're going to add... Uh, we might as well add a Gauntlet. I mean, we got multiple Gauntlets, right? We could give him the White Cape. Text against Imp and Mute. Uh, no, wall rings. That's what we're supposed to do in the tower. We're supposed to do wall rings. I remember now. We're gonna do an economizer and a wall ring, and then sprint shoes and a wall ring. So everyone has a wall ring. And we can get into this. Cult situation. Uh, so... Our goal is to get to the top of this cult tower. Now, with Andrew, we will have no random encounters. But, friends, this tower is so tall that even with no random encounters and walking in just like a normal loop, we're just spiral and spiral and oh there's a door here. Let's check what's inside. Received safety bit. Hmm, that's interesting. I do not remember what this does. Protects from mortal magic attacks. Oh, interesting. So that's against some death attacks. Um And that's one screen transition. And then we're going around. These spiral scares, it's like, it's like they did this bit with all the spiral stairs, and then they did it again in Final Fantasy VII. Okay, we have another treasure chest. Receive Genji Shield. Ooh, this sounds good. This sounds good. So Force Shield, Aegis Shield, Paladin Shield. Uh, let's, let's put on this Genji Shield. It has high defense. It doesn't have as good evasion as the Aegis Shield. Um... Or is the Force Shield, or... Or the Paladin Shield. I'm sure someone can use this, just knowing in the squad, because we all have super good shields already. But, like, someone's gonna use that, I'm sure. Maybe Edgar? I don't know. <laughs> I meant Jeff. Friends, I am a fool. Sometimes I use these nonsensical names. Alright, here's another room. Fight a dragon. 
Do you want to fight a dragon? Uh, there's a weapon called a stunner. Let's... Uh, ah, here we go. Randomly cast. Stunner can be used by... Blank. Runic and two-handed. It can't... It doesn't say it can be used by anyone. Which is odd. Um... Well... Randomly cast stop. Maybe it's supposed to be usable by Kai, but because Kai isn't in the party, it can't tell us that? Maybe that's what's going on. Alright, there's a dragon here. We eventually have to face all the dragons. Maybe. We don't have to, but like, maybe we kind of should, you know? Uh, magic. Ultima. Magic. Uh... Heck, we'll do another Ultima. Magic. Oh, you know what? We'll just... Why not Ultima? Hmm. He hit us with a... Oh, he hit himself with Pearl and reflected it off of our wall ring into himself and healed himself for, like, 650 damage. He's casting Dispel on Troy, and it's sure looking like nothing's happening. But Troy is going in for the physical attack, and this is, here's our first Ultima. Let's hope that it does a respectable amount. Um, oh yes, maximum. Wonderful. So yeah, I was, uh, I was looking up on some forms, like, what's the average party level when you go through Kefka's Tower? And I found some old game FAQs things, and the person was like, "Oh, my characters are in the are like in the low 40s. Is that enough levels for Kefka's Tower?" And people were like, "Oh man, frick! At low 40s, you're like already losing the challenge." Well, you know what, party? You know, what, friends, uh, my party got to the 50s. So I think that we might end up with a little bit of an accidentally easy time. Hey, we got a pearl lance. Five dragons left. Um, Andrew, the pearl lance. That's cool, right? Oh, it gives us plus three magic. It's got less battle power, but gives plus three magic. So we'll take plus three magic, because we're casting spells a little more often. All right, let's proceed up the tower. Yeah. So Skelly doesn't have as many good uh, weapon options. Maybe Terra should have... Hey, Force Armor! Mystery Veil, Crystal Mail. Uh, let's put on some Force Armor. That puts our magic block at 129. Uh, well, so Ryan can't wear the Force Armor. Andrew cannot wear the Force Armor? What? Who's allowed to wear the Force Armor? Jess, Jeff... Steve, Mel, Skelly, Dan K. Dan K is allowed to wear the force armor? What is this nonsense? So Jess, Mel, that makes sense, I guess. Jeff and Steve. Okay. Skelly, okay. It just says magic defense up. 
Alright, whatever, whatever. We're gonna put it on... We're gonna put it on Mal. We could put on a white dress, which would give us five extra magic points. But I think we will boost our magic block to 129%, which means that Mel can no longer be hit by any attack in the entire game that relies upon accuracy. Because uh, attacks... It's like, it's actually, it says, it's, it says it's a percent, but it's out of 128. Alright, friends. The box at the top of the tower received a gem box. We are going to go to relics on Mel. Should we take, should we swap? No, we're going to keep that wall ring on. And then we're going to go down. Oh, no. Oh. Oh, the cult has come up the stairs after us. Oh, they're closing in, friends. They're closing in. Oh, they're everywhere. There's two rows of cultists. Master Kefka's treasure. Return it now. Uh, well, we can't go back inside, apparently. So we can't return it even if we tried. Oh, there's like a spirit that's come up the stairs. It's ghosting around. Whoop whoop! Magic Master! Bolt 2! Alright, so we're gonna... We gotta, we gotta do some setup here, friends. Uh, we gotta cast... Life 3 on some of our party members. Um... Because... Okay, first of all, these wall rings are, are doing wonders. Magimaster spells are reflecting uh, back upon Magimaster. And, uh... <laughs> They're taking damage, but not from us. We're just scrambling over here to cast Life 3 on everyone. Uh, Ryan, put an additional Life 3 on Umaro, please. I'm sorry. Troy. I meant Troy. Uh, well, now... Oh, no, Troy. Tapping A and hoping for the best doesn't help this time. The Magic Master is taking, like, one-tenth normal damage. Don't worry, you're protected by Life 3 now. So Mel's going in... Or, no, I'm sorry, Andrew's going in for an Ultima. Um, and then... Ryan, uh, how about that Ultima, you know? So, friends, the reason that we're doing this Magimaster, uh, Life 3 scenario is that when they die, they're gonna drop an Ultima on us, and we don't want to get counterattacked with Ultima and TPK'd as they're dying. So we're trying to, you know, be smart about it. Gosh, they're just hitting themselves. I mean, sometimes... So they, there's, uh, like, four main damage elements, right? And every time they ref they shoot a spell at us and the wall rings reflected back on them, or actually every time they get hit at all, they do a barrier change. And their barrier, their wall change, it's called. And the wall change, uh... Whatchamat? It's, it cycles around which element they're immune to. So, some of the time, they're being immune to their own countered spells. 
But under no circumstances are they immune to Ultima. So these Ultimas are just going through, slowly bringing them down. Oh man, Andrew's out of mana! What are we gonna do? We can't... Oh my gosh. Uh... Alright, we'll just use a potion, I guess. Yeah, just use a potion on Mal. Magic Master reflected three bolt spells, and they all did zero damage. This wall thing is not the, not the greatest. Oh no! Sometimes the reflected spells actually uh, heal. And Troy is tapping A, but not having the best time of it, because again, of the high defense. Um, so yeah, this... This particular battle is pretty much a foregone conclusion because of the... The Magimaster's actually not... Um... Difficult. It's just tiresome. Yeah, and there's the counter with Ultima that hits us, and each of the three, or each of the four characters has their life three effect go off and automatically revive them. And then victory! Got 10 magic points. Got Mega Elixir. <sighs> uh, we can't warp out of this dungeon, friends. So we're gonna... We're gonna be walking downstairs for a little bit. Hope you like walking downstairs. That was the... First segment, this is the second segment. I think there's one segment after this, right? Is that... Is that correct? Is that the case? Oh my gosh, it is! It's like I have a memory. It's like I can remember one whole thing. So, uh... So what y'all been up to? I started watching FLCL with a friend the other day. We just watched one episode. And uh, at the end of the episode, I was like, okay, what'd you think? And they're like, well, I've already, well, the show's already taught me, like, don't pay attention to the plot. It's We're not going to have a plot. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's more about vibes than about plot. But you know what, friends? I thought about it later. Maybe it's not entirely about vibes. Maybe the vibes are the plot, if you think about it. That's right. But you're gonna, but you're having a galaxy brain over that one. Um, no, I love, I love FLCL, and I think that it is, um, maybe, I guess, I guess not the best, but one of. One of the better anime. I, I rate it more highly because it is only six episodes long. I haven't seen season two. Um, but like, you know, get in, get out, get on with life. You know, 
don't uh, don't take too long to say what you're gonna say. That's how I how I go about saying that. Um. All right, we got Mel Ryan, Troy, and Andrew set. I don't think there's anything else that we really want to do, is there? We just... We just can do... We can start Kefka's tower tomorrow. Or, well, not, maybe not tomorrow. I don't know. I don't know when the next Final Fantasy VI time is, but I think the next Final Fantasy VI time can be... can be Kefka's tower. There's... There's Doma Castle. We could turn Odin into Raiden. I don't think I care about any of that stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think we'll just... I think we'll just finish off the game or attempt to in our next Final Fantasy VI recording. Um, and, you know, I might, I might play a little bit off camera in between. Sometimes you do like, you do like walking in the woods, you know? Uh, but I don't think there's any more side tasks just to handle... I think we've about Final Fantasy VI ourselves out. Um, this is the first time that I've played this much Final Fantasy VI in a very long time. Uh, late last year, I played up to about the Opera House part of it uh, with a friend. And, you know, they, they weren't uh, the biggest Final Fantasy fan, but they thought it was kind of okay. Um... I have to say, my opinion of the game has gone maybe a little down since when I played it on the Game Boy Advance in high school. Um, and maybe that's just because, you know, at the time I had unlimited hours to play Final Fantasy VI. And here, now that I'm playing it on a podcast, I'm like trying to be timely about everything that I do. I think that the game is really well-paced in the entire World of Balance. The World of Balance is one of the best Final Fantasy games. I think Final Fantasy IX is a little better in terms of keeping it going for longer. Because the problem is at the end of the World of Balance, you transition to the world of ruin, and you kind of don't. The game, the game gets a little aimless. It gets a little open worldy, but like you're not in an open world mindset when you're playing it. There's the problem with like you can't just do, you can't just kind of do whatever you want exactly, because if you like, you have to go directly to getting all the party members if you if you want to do it right, quote unquote, scare quotes. Um, because you have to get all the party members in a timely manner so that you can get them at low levels, so you can get as many Esper level ups as you want. 
don't. I feel like the Esper system is kind of cool, but the Esper level ups are bad. I think that in terms of like. So if we talk about the evolution of the job system from Final Fantasy V and then having espers and then having materia and then having um, GFs and then having uh, each, each item teaches different skills to different people in Final Fantasy IX. And then when you learn skills, you can equip skills based on some skill points, yeah, skill point pool. It basically works like the badges in Paper Mario, except that you have to like learn them per person and stuff. Anyway, all that. Espers are an okay system, except that I don't like that they modify your level ups. I think that that it encourages you to do this weird level bullshit system thing. If it was like like, when you put on Bahamut, it was like, plus 50% HP, just all the time. It's as long as you have Bahamut equipped. The effect of Bahamut is to do this thing. Or the effect of Stray is like, plus 10% to your magic stat, or whatever, you know? That would be cool, because that... That doesn't... Like, your, your history of how you leveled... I don't think that your history of how you leveled should affect your current status. Like in Final Fantasy V and in Final Fantasy X-2, your, your character level and your current job set your stats. And it doesn't matter that you leveled up previously as a knight, and now you're a black mage. And so your strength is high, but your magic is low. No, if you change to black mage, it gives you full black mage stats of whatever level you are. And this is true in both Final Fantasy V and in Final Fantasy X-2. This is not how it works in Final Fantasy Tactics, or Tactics Advanced, or Tactics Advanced 2. Which is why, as much as I love those games, they're fundamentally flawed. Because that's stupid. Um, it's like... realistic or some shit, but I don't want realism in my goddamn video games where you punch God with a Yeti. So anyway, that's actually, I, I, I dislike many parts about Final Fantasy VIII, friends. Maybe I don't dislike Final Fantasy VIII as much as Ryan from No Cat dislikes Final Fantasy VIII. I don't, I don't know that I have, I don't think I have as strong feelings about the game as, as Ryan does. Ryan, bless you. I love you so much. Um, but... But I mostly... I'm in the standard don't like Final Fantasy VIII camp, I guess you could say. I played the whole thing in three days, and it's, it's all nonsense. But, I will say, in defense of one element of Final Fantasy VIII, the junction system with the GFs is a superior system to Esper's, and it is superior 
It's superior to Materia as well. The problem with the junction, like, the, the so the junction system and the magic system, I guess I should say specifically, I like GFs, I don't like magic. In Final Fantasy VIII, I like the GF system, but I don't like the magic system, because drawing magic and then having these magic pools and then, like, having these clunky interfaces for how you're going to assign them around and then, like, have all these GFs that you're assigning to all these characters is, like, a whole bunch of bullshit. Um... Like, Final Fantasy V has, has the best level-up system. It's very simple. You have... You set a job, it gives you your main menu. You put a secondary menu, which you can do from a previous job you've trained. It doesn't need to get any bigger better than that. It doesn't ever need it. That's that's the system that is great. You could, you could put... Um, I mean, and that's kind of what they're doing here in 6 with Esper's... I just wish that Esper's didn't modify your level up stats. But, but, but like learning magic off of Esper's and then like switching out other Esper's and learning magic. It's really cool and it like fits with the lore that's described for like how Esper's worked in the War of the Magi and stuff. That's all great. Um Okay. Here at the end of the episode, uh, I noticed that Brian said in chat, not this again. Well, Brian, should you ever hear this episode out on the on the feed, now you'll know. Um, but anyway. Yeah. I don't know where I'm going with this. But I'd say... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so I like 10 the, 10 the best. 10 the best for sure. Of the not voice acted games. I, I'd say 9 the best. 6 a very close follow up. But in replaying 6, my thoughts of the world of Ruin have gone down compared to when I was in high school. And I had a limited time. I think we've kept it tight though. The game clock shows 29.57. Um... So, <laughs> uh, I think I think when I was on the Game Boy Advance, I had like 65 hours on my game save file. So that must have been like 35 plus hours world of ruining it up. So, gosh, I don't even know. I just don't even know. Anyway, friends, bye.